0: Hi, this is Bob Sarantino from Italian Genealogy. I'm here with my buddy John Imperiali, and he's helping me with the second episode of our podcast. The first one was an intro that we put out there earlier today. So, John, how's everything?
1: Everything is good, Bob. It's good to finally see you.
0: Yes, yeah. We're working <laughs> on a few bugs here. <laughs> so, right. so, uh, as you know, this is all about Italian genealogy. So the first question I have for, for you, and I probably should know this since we've been friends a long time, but are all your grandparents Italian or from Italy?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, four of them are, are Italian and uh, they were born here in the United States, but they're of all Italian descent.
0: Right. So unlike me, your grandparents were born in the United States. My grandparents were all born in Italy. Oh, okay. So that's a big difference. And I I even even had some aunts and uncles that were born in Italy too.
1: Okay. Well, my great, I think it's the great-great-grandfather came here as a young boy uh, right after the Civil War. So he arrived around 1865, plus or minus.
0: I was using another podcast host until I switched to Buzzsprout. I found that Buzzsprout offered much more for half the cost. For example, better access to get your podcast on directories such as Apple and Spotify, better tools to embed your podcast, and a free website. Check them out and receive a $20 Amazon gift card after signing up. Oh, wow. And that was one of the interesting blogs that I did where we had the, uh, I found out that there there were seven Italians at Custer's Last Stand. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But they all uh, lived, No, right? <laughs> actually the only one who lived was the bugler who they sent oh, okay. to go get help. Right. Oh, oh, wow. And, and he wound up yeah, being yeah. around for quite a long time. So, yeah. Um, so, so they they arrived there. So they arrived before the, the, the main. Yeah,
1: that was on my father's side. I think my mother's side came over a little later. Um, in the you know just at the turn of the century but yeah definitely like my on my father's side my great great grandfather came well before i think the you know the boy the big wave
0: cool and and um so so they were here before ellis island all that kind of stuff correct wow that's that's pretty cool um so where did they locate
1: well they all settled in brooklyn new york in in one place or another, but that's where the family, both sides, they they lived there for a long time, and up until till recently, you know, we've had family there, so uh, everyone's now moved away from Brooklyn. But uh, you know, we're we're all from Brooklyn.
0: All right, yeah, we're all from Queens. The the, the uh, actually actually Manhattan when they first came over, and then they wound up in. In Queens, but my father was born in Scotch Plains, New Jersey for some odd oh, reason. Gosh. I don't, I don't know why. Well, how that happened. Yeah.
1: Well, whether it was Brooklyn or Queens or the lower East side, East New York, you know, other than being separated by the river, you know, that's very close. You walk across the Brooklyn bridge into lower Manhattan. So, you know, again, it's, it's a uh, good proximity. Each, everything has proximity.
0: Right, and I think you also had an interesting story about um, your uh, grandfather, right, in World War One. I. I did, I
1: did. Um, we found uh, news clips. My father was draft. My grandfather was drafted. He was in his twenties, his mid twenties. Uh, so that and that would be old for a draft. Uh, so he was drafted, and of course, he was sent. Uh, you know, he was a doughboy, so he was sent to France. And he was reported KIA, killed in action, in one of the, the Brooklyn, um, the local Brooklyn papers in the morning edition. Well, you can imagine how that was received by the rest of the family. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, some inquiries were made, and there was a retraction in the afternoon edition, and he was uh, reported as wounded uh, in action, and he, in fact, received the uh, the Purple Heart for wounds, uh, you know, in combat in, in France.
0: Wow, uh, that's something.
1: Yeah, well,
0: it's a good thing. We, I wouldn't be talking to we, you right well, now. <laughs> I wouldn't be here now,
1: that's for sure.
0: So, my next question is: Does um, have you or anyone in your media family done a DNA test, or thinking about it?
1: Yeah, yeah, my sister did the test, and um, it came back actually. Uh, with the predominance of our ancestry as much, if not more, French than Italian. I think the Italian blend like Italian-Greek, but there was a predominance of French uh, hereditary there. And in fact, she found a Marie Antoinette imperiale dating back to the 1700s um, in, in the Naples area. So it looks like on my father's side, the Imperiali side, that they were mostly in that, that Naples area. And of course, you know, back in the 1400s, the late 1400s, you know, the French king, king come rolling through, uh, Italy and, uh, you know, went down the, the East, uh, or whether we be the West coast of Italy and, uh, you know, right through Naples. So, uh, you know, it's highly likely there was a lot of canoublin going around between the local peasant ladies and the uh, and the soldiers. So, if it, it's quite possible, how that all that name came to be with though us our family staying in Italy.
0: Well, Imperiali is one of the noble families of Naples. I mean, there are plenty, uh, yeah. and I think I think I have one floating around back in there someplace. I'll have to uh, do my ancestry and type in Imperiali to see if your sister comes up. She might. You never know. Yeah, yeah,
1: but. I guess the, the inheritance all ran out by the time it got to you know, got to
0: me. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no castles, no treasure, you know, well, no man. I mean, some
0: of our stuff is still there that I know about. We just don't wow. we just don't own it anymore. So um but hopefully in April <laughs> right. in April we're gonna go see a couple of them. So we'll, no, we'll good. see what happens. Good. Uh so I know because we're friends, obviously, mm-hmm. you're an, Avid reader of the Italian genealogy blog, so yeah. what specifically? What topics do you do you enjoy the most?
1: Well, I um, what piqued my interest was the uh, the surname origins and and the, that series that you were doing on the surnames, what what it meant, where they came from. That's really what piqued my interest, and I think that happened uh, to a lot of people. I think membership onto the blog, I think it really spiked when uh, When that piece was running, so I think that was really what got me interested. I like the Italian history, uh, I like the geographical um, uh, you know, you know uh, pieces where you talk about a specific geographic area, and I also like the cooking I like recipes
0: yeah i i 'd like to get some more recipes in there. I, you know I had my family recipes i 've been trying to well not trying to but in fact been keeping to recipes that are original to the family. And I'm, I'm hoping when I go over there, I'm going to be able to squeeze them out from the Italians. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Some real but recipes. Also,
1: that's right, that's right. The, well, they're probably unwritten, so you'll have to squeeze them out. Uh, but what was also interesting, though, is connecting the Italian to the American also. So uh, honoring the veterans, the Italian veterans, the Italian-American veterans was uh, was very good, I thought.
0: Yeah, thanks, and, and I enjoyed doing that one, and that was, that was spurred by the, the video that my, um, my cousin's grandson did where he talked about being on the ship in World War II and South Pacific and getting lost yeah. and all of that. And then I don't yeah. know if you got to see the one of my, my one uncle that stayed in Italy that didn't come here until the 1950s where my cousin interviewed him in Bades uh-huh. many years ago and finally because I was leaning on him, translated it with his sister and came up with a great story about, you know, what my uncle's life was in Italy after his mother and father came here and he didn't see his mother for 45 years after that. Wow. So, and came with his whole family and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you talk about Bades because my grandmother on my mother's side Used to call the spiral the thin spiral Italian sausage, and I I never knew why she used to call it bade sausage. Really? So maybe there's some connection, um, you know, going further back. Uh, but maybe they created that that long spirally sausage.
0: Well, we called it we, and that was everybody's favorite. We called it chivalette, and and oh. the, the you can't get it with lamb anymore. But it but they used to oh, they wow. used to be lamb. Uh, cheese and parsley. Wow! Oh, okay. And uh, in the backyard, my uncles would be grilling that from morning, <laughs> morning till night. You get on, yeah, yeah. you would get on line with your roll, get your sausage, and get on the back yep. of the line while you're eating the first sandwich to get the second. Yeah, sandwich.
1: yeah, yeah. Wow. No, that's good. That we, I love to make my sauces and peppers with that. Although I don't always do that, but um, that was old family recipe.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, John. I appreciate that. And uh, sure. I'll be putting this together over the next couple of days. So you can listen to yeah. hear how good we sound together.
1: Excellent. Yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. It's a good format. Good luck with it. And um, waiting to see uh, many more podcasts. All
0: right. Thanks a lot. OK, All right. signing off. Bye. Catch you later. Bye now. Bye.